0: Hello and welcome to the Date Night Movie Podcast. I am your host, Patrick Russell, and with me is my co-host, Ashley Russell.
1: Hey, y'all!
0: This is a show where each week, Ashley and I, we talk about a new movie that's playing in theaters, and we break it down whether we thought it was good or bad, and whether or not it would make for a good date movie. On this episode, we're talking about Rocketman. This is the Elton John biopic starring Taron Egerton. The IMDb plot summary reads... A musical fantasy about the fantastical human story of Elton John's breakthrough years. Uh, the movie hasn't opened at the time of this recording, but it currently has a ninety percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So let's—I guess—we'll just—we'll get right into it. What—what what did you think of Rocket Man?
1: I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I was thinking like you know the next Showman or you know the, something—the Greatest Showman. Yeah, something along that.
0: The closest point of comparison to this movie would be Bohemian Rhapsody, right?
1: Yeah, but Bohemian Rhapsody wasn't like, they didn't break out in song.
0: True. Yeah, I guess we should say in that. dialogue. I don't know if the, the trailers make this clear, but this movie is, like, it's a traditional musical. Yeah. It's not like a jukebox musical, which is how you would classify Bohemian no, this Rhapsody. No, more
1: like Mamma Mia.
0: It's a traditional, yeah, like, or Greatest Showman, where people will, in the middle of a scene, break out into song and dance and address the camera. Yeah um it's yeah that that's what this movie
1: is (laughs) i mean i will say that this movie is different taron edgerton is great in it he did a phenomenal job i think he might have been maybe a little too good looking
0: for the role it's interesting taron edgerton in close-up looks nothing like elton john but i'm with you the way he embodies elton john is pretty uncanny yeah at, at certain moments he goes the full mile
1: yeah and, uh, you know, we were warned at the beginning that it goes there when it comes to
0: Elton John's personal life, the,
1: his sex life, and, sure. you know, all of that. And, I mean, not to the extent.
0: I mean, that stuff is fine. That, that yeah, stuff is, that, that's all fine. It it's,
1: wasn't as, you know, bad as everybody was like kind of portraying it to be.
0: It made news because it's the first, and I don't even know if this is true, but it's claiming to be the first major studio movie to feature, you know, a frank depiction of gay sexuality. And that, that may or may not be true. I mean, this is a, a Paramount release. So I, I can't think of any other major studio movie that has. broke that was That's technically a, an independent movie. That was from Focus Features. I mean, it's, you know, we're splitting hairs, I guess.
1: <laughs> But okay. it, doesn't,
0: it doesn't happen a lot.
1: No, it does not. And
0: it's in this movie. And I mean, that's, that's fine. I mean, I appreciated that this movie...
1: Let's stay true to what, you know, Elton John is obviously an openly
0: gay man. Of course. Man. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, that's, we all know this. It sort of fixes, I guess, a problem that a lot of people had with Bohemian Rhapsody. A lot of people criticize that for sort of sanding off the edges yeah. of Freddie Mercury's personal life. It kind of just blows through that montage. Yeah. Uh this movie doesn't and it's it's respectful to that. I think Elton John is a producer on this, so mm-hmm. he wanted it to be accurate. It starts with Elton John in rehab.
1: Yeah. The whole movie is him t- telling his story while he's in rehab from when he was a boy to the present time. I mean honestly like when we walked out of the movie I think I told you I said I mean he had a really sad life
0: well one one of the major themes and i think the one thing the movie communicates really well is yeah this guy felt lonely his whole life and there are words that his mom says to him at an early age that kind of haunt him
1: well right when he first started out when he comes
0: out to her she's like you've chosen a life of loneliness and you're never going to be loved properly and those words haunt him and when you look at his life It turns out, I mean, it's... She was kind of true. He didn't get married until five years ago, so... Well, yeah,
1: but he knew his partner for 20. Okay. So, legally married, remember...
0: There you go. Okay. All right. Yeah, no, that's an important detail.
1: Yeah, so legally being married, yeah, it was only in 2014, but... Yeah. He's known his partner and had been with his partner for 25 years.
0: Well, and that that makes it a, a happier ending. Yes. The movie could have gone there, I guess. We get that in just like bullet points. Yeah. At the end. I mean, the movie could have.
1: Well, it really focused more on how he broke out into the industry, his earlier time, his earlier life. Yeah,
0: it's focused what on his early years.
1: People don't necessarily know because I guess, you know, a lot of people know his life after the 80s, you know, in the 80s. Sure. I think he's been a pretty open book, but I don't know if a lot of people knew the kind of upbringing he had
0: and, and how
1: he actually got into the music industry. And like...
0: This movie, yeah, we get scenes of him as a young kid at his home in London. Yeah. And his mom is played by Bryce Dallas Howard.
1: <laughs> Bad casting I mean, on that what part. are we
0: doing there? What are we doing there? I mean, there? she
1: didn't age at all.
0: They tried to put some makeup on her at the end.
1: I no, like it was uh. it was so stupid. Like she looked like
0: She's the same age as Taryn Edgerton. So what are we I doing? Know.
1: What are we doing?
0: But yeah, she's the mom. I mean,
1: why couldn't they hire an older actress for that role?
0: Who who the hell knows. Honestly, I thought those early scenes of him as a kid at home like the kitchen sink drama stuff. I thought that was pretty terrible. It looked bad, it was paced poorly, it felt amateur. And so like I got kind of this sinking feeling. Like early on, I'm like, oh, this is the <laughs> we might be in trouble here. Once Taryn kind of takes over the role, yeah. it-, it gets a little bit better. Yeah. But yeah, I thought those early scenes were rough going. Yeah. Because we still again it's still a traditional musical, so that means we have young Elton John
1: and a little boy singing, singing, singing and dancing.
0: Yeah. For no reason. <sighs> yeah. And
1: then like I <laughs> I thought the transition between Young Elton and Edgerton, well, I didn't like it. Right. So... They're dancing
0: in the carnival and then just Taryn kind of takes over. It's, it's awkward because the whole musical device, yeah. that whole like traditional musical device is awkward. It doesn't need it because this is a movie about a musician, yeah. about a singer. Who has musician,
1: amazing stuff.
0: You tell this man's story straight, you're going to have plenty of opportunities To see him sing and dance and all of that. You don't need to create this artificial device. I, yeah, that did not work. And on top of that, you have these moments of, like, just straight up magical realism. Yeah. Where he's performing for a crowd and then everyone starts floating. Yeah. Uh, I guess
1: it's kind of like what he feels, like he's floating and, you know, he's on top of the world at this this moment.
0: Sure. I, I mean, I felt like those little... It flourishes oh, look i mean i like artistic flourishes they didn't add anything for me uh it was mostly just a distraction mostly unconvincing special effects well
1: yeah and then like, you know the, <laughs> yeah, the some
0: unconvincing digital shit going on well
1: yeah there was that that part where he actually like shoots up i don't even think they were becomes playing a rock,
0: a literal rocket well, shoots don't even up think into they the sky
1: playing rocket man at that time
0: i i forget to be honest but i he, mean but like, he's on stage and he just morphs into a rocket <laughs>
1: Well, yeah, and it's just really bad, bad special it's effects not, on it's that. It's not
0: necessary. Like, no. if that's if that's your way of, like, conveying how Elton John feels, you failed.
1: Or maybe that was, you know, the portrayal of, you know, him being on so much drugs and alcohol.
0: That's <laughs> I'm high as he, a kite yeah, right now. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's maybe how he felt. i a rocket man. But, yeah, the movie's focus, I would argue, is primarily on his alcohol addiction, it's a drug addiction. He yeah. this guy loved cocaine, apparently. And his mommy and daddy issues. Yes. Yeah. His parents were pretty cold to him. And you, you do get a good sense of, like, just how isolated he felt from his parents. Yeah. And he felt like he had to, like, prove something to them. Well,
1: and as soon as he, like, jumped on the piano, I mean, he's a prodigy.
0: The, the mom says, like, you know, as soon as you touch the piano, everything came easy to you.
1: But the the only thing that doesn't come easy to him is he doesn't write his stuff. So we get into the Benny character.
0: That's Bernie Taupin, played yep. by Jamie Bell, yep. and they, yeah, they form a partnership yeah. in this movie,
1: and a and a and a solid like friendship. I yeah. think, yeah, this character—it's
0: probably the strongest relationship in the film. Yeah, I mean, that's depicted in the film
1: exactly. I mean, this character is his lifeline. I mean, it, he's the only person that's telling Elton how I mean how, how it is how it is.
0: I thought thought it was weird at the end. It's like Elton and Bernie, you know, they're still making music and they've still never had an argument over 30 years. It's like they they spent most of this movie having
1: arguments. (laughs) Well, I would say probably disagree. They seem to argue
0: quite a bit in this movie. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: But yeah, basically, Bernie, he's the songwriter. And uh, one major letdown for me on this movie, we don't really see the creation of any of these songs. I mean, we see Elton in the studio maybe once. We
1: see the creation of the song when they both move into Elton's mom's house and Benny hands him the...
0: It's mostly just Jamie Bell handing him lyrics and then Elton just bangs it out on the piano and then like montage away. But
1: maybe that's how their creative process is. Maybe that's how it works in Elton John's mind. But
0: Elton John, like, they're still... I don't care who you are, there's still a trial and error process as far as like finding the sound for those songs. And the movie doesn't get into that at all. Yeah. It's just here's a sheet of paper and then bam, it's a hit. And the movie also, for my money, it never conveyed what it's like to go from being, you know, a working class kid in London to filling out stadiums as a solo act it just it just happens in this yeah. movie, just a montage It's just like now now he's huge, and that's it, it doesn't, well he plays doesn't really chart that rise
1: for the um record producer, and then they bring him on as a songwriter and like and writing songs for other artists, and then they decide to venture out, and the first gig was at the
0: troubadour yes the troubadour
1: that was the first gig
0: is that when he starts floating on air yes okay that well, was i guess that's that's how they convey uh, the, you know the rise of success yeah. i guess that
1: was his first gig there and there was a lot of important people there
0: right is, is that that's where the manager spots mm-hmm. him
1: john reed who does does not get portrayed very good in this movie and in queen he must have been a really shitty person in life
0: Played by Richard Madden. Yeah. I thought he was pretty good. Yeah.
1: No. Yeah. Did a good
0: job. But yeah, he's um, he's the manager, but also kind of a negative influence, a negative drain
1: well, they on end, Elton. They end up being like, he's the manager. He's very like British. British. Yeah. I guess you can say just very poised, very proper, gets in the sexual relationship with Elton. I think this was Elton John's first gay encounter because he's never done it before.
0: Well, no, there's think. a guy who kisses him. As he's like about to go on stage, Uh, I think this is like is that
1: the insinuation that that was his first? I think I think
0: think John Reed is maybe like his first serious uh, gay relationship. Okay, Uh, I I would assume that that's kind of what the movie. uh, And then John Reed turns
1: out to be an abusive, cheating um, boyfriend who made him sign a management deal with him that has lasted uh, up until I think eight ninety eight. And then just they, a, you like know, predator. I mean, really, like, uh, I mean, he was the same way with Queen. Right. <laughs> I, I just like this guy.
0: This is not a good guy. Just preying n- on bands. No. Yeah. Like,
1: I, I feel.
0: I, I mean, mean, as depicted just, in these films. I mean, we don't know yeah. him, uh, how it was in real life. Yeah. But, yeah, but if as you depicted. Know,
1: one band says one thing and right. then another band <laughs> says the exact same thing. Right. It's like, OK, we, we kind of get where two you, strikes, where yeah. you are. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. But, like, yeah, it it goes into his drug, his bulimia, his alcoholism. I mean, he was literally having screwdrivers for breakfast. And then he has this, like, moment where he's going to try to have a heterosexual relationship, and he gets married to a female.
0: And that's that takes about music
1: producer takes about
0: two scenes in this film, but that was like a four-year relationship. Yeah. And I understand. I mean, Elton John's a producer. He probably doesn't want to like go back into that.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, but it feels she, like
0: there's some interesting stuff yeah. that this movie just kind of skims through. And I guess uh, my my main beef here is that like Elton John hands down is an amazing talent. Uh, yeah. Like an in, like, inspirational oh talent. Oh
1: my god. Inspirational well, right. talent.
0: And this movie's focus is primarily on his drug and alcohol abuse and his psychological issues with his parents. And I just feel like there is more to this man than overcoming drugs. Like, as great as that is, lots of people have overcome drugs. Yeah. Not many people, you know, have written the music for Benny and the Jets. Right. (laughs) And even in his later years, like, you know, performing Candle in the Wind at, you know, the Princess Diana ceremony. My my introduction to Elton John as a young kid was through The Lion King. Can you feel the love tonight? He won an Oscar for that. They didn't
1: even portray that, but I think this was he after He won an Oscar. I think this was after he got sobered up and this was after the movie. And that,
0: and that gets into something else. Like this movie kind of shortchanges the full transformational arc of Elton John because he did have that crazy, flamboyant, drug-fueled seventies and eighties period, right? Where yeah. he's wearing you know, feather boas and crazy outfits. Yeah. But again, my introduction to him was through The Lion King. And in the music video there, he's a smooth looking man in a suit, nice, crisp suit, just singing, playing on a piano. He, he cleaned himself up. Yeah. He's, he's a polished dude now. And this movie portrays him as a straight up wreck. <laughs> and it's, it, you know, there's more to this man than this movie, I feel. And the movie doesn't, it, it doesn't really go there. Yeah. And I guess, you know, some of the things that I'm saying, maybe it would have made it more traditional. And, you know, that seems to be a lot of the issues people have with Bohemian Rhapsody. I don't think Bohemian Rhapsody is great. But one thing it does, it focuses on the music of the band and it gives you by the end of it, a pretty clear picture of what this band accomplished. yeah, I didn't get that with with Rocket Man. i, yeah. I got that. He overcame addiction, yeah, way to go.
1: but like you also
0: created some amazing music. <laughs>
1: and, <laughs> like, I mean, he won an Oscar Grammy. yeah, is he ego got?
0: Like, has he won a tony i don't know if he's won a tony it's possible well i mean, mean he's ni- I mean, he knighted you yeah. know i mean this man this man has has accomplished some things so i guess yeah before we go further let's take a quick break and then we come back we'll get into spoilers for Rocketman. man all right, we're back, and we're just going to get into some mild spoilers for Rocket Man. There's not a whole lot There's to not spoil. A whole lot of spoilers. No, not I mean, at all. It's
1: kind of like a biopic, so I mean, D- yeah. Well, let's they, be there real. you go.
0: Despite all of the you know magical realism and those flourishes, it does feel kind of like a traditional biopic, doesn't it? Yeah. It, it ends up kind of hitting those familiar beats. Yeah. Of a biopic. I mean, it, most of Elton John's l- later year success is covered just through text on screen.
1: The, you know, it ends with him actually like forgiving himself.
0: The dramatic arc is him checking himself into rehab. Yeah. Right? That's the whole dramatic arc.
1: But he also forgives himself and he forgives others. And what was touching for me was when they did a moment where you had Elton's older self hugging his younger self because his younger self always wanted a hug from his dad and never got it. And that, to me, was just kind of like, wow. That was his way of letting go. Everything that's happened to him, his family issues.
0: His parents did a number on him.
1: Everything.
0: Yeah clearly his parents uh, messed him up And
1: I mean with no remorse
0: Yeah they're portrayed pretty cold here (laughs) I mean to know like how close this is to reality I mean this is you know this is coming from Elton John But yeah they do not come off well here at all Like very uncaring
1: you know, Elton apparently has two half-siblings. You know, his, his dad got remarried again, and his dad was loving and affectionate to his brothers.
0: Yeah, but that is sad. S-
1: but still, like, treated Elton like a... Like a
0: stranger. A stranger. Yeah.
1: I mean, it wasn't his fault, like, you know, that his family went crazy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I, I mean, he comes I from a broken it. home.
1: I get it. I mean, his dad came home from the war and probably seen some stuff and you know and the mother just kept nagging the dad over and over and over again right. and then ended up cheating on the dad
0: but not a good family situation definitely a broken home yeah but yeah i mean people overcome all kinds <laughs> well, of things
1: yeah that's what i'm saying i mean like, ray charles I mean,
0: overcame blindness he, he so he <laughs>
1: used his music but like you know when you have a genius like that i feel like it's a lonely life
0: You would think a genius, you know, like a celebrated genius like Elton John wouldn't ever fear like that he's going to die alone. But that's, I mean, that's the case. And that's, that is sad.
1: And he had like multiple suicide attempts. I mean, that was throughout his whole life. And a drug overdose and, you know, all of these things that is just, you know, he was around people that didn't really care for him when this happened. I mean, they got him the help that he needed. Right. But a lot of people were... Kind only of one. sucking the tit, so to speak.
0: The only one, I guess, is Bernie. Yeah, the Bernie. Bernie yeah.
1: is the only one that actually legitimately cares about Elton John. Yeah, I mean, more than his parents, more than everybody. I, mean, I, I- wish I would have seen more of him finding love and him, fi- him sure. finding that true love again for music and and for a person. I mean, right. it.
0: Because clearly his music was uh, like a real outlet for him and a real, uh, like a real escape and yeah. uh, I mean therapy for him. And the movie doesn't really explore like.
1: But the music also was the reason why he's so lonely. So I mean that's. But is it? I think so.
0: You don't have to be lonely and be a musician. I mean, there are other issues at play. It's not like his music is no, keeping but people he's, away. He's,
1: He's coming out as a homosexual in a time where it, it's not as accepted now.
0: Right. I mean, he, he was a pioneer. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, just being out as he was, he blazed a lot out of paths. He did. Yeah. I just, I feel like oh, my overall impression of this movie is that it, it shortchanges his accomplishments in in favor of focusing on his uh, addictions and his demons. Yeah. And I just, I feel like there's more to this man than his inner demons.
1: One of my critiques about this movie I, mean, I know Taryn can sing. He sings all the time on interviews. Like, this boy can belt a note and on key. I mean, like, fantastic. He's,
0: he's doing his own singing here.
1: Yeah, he's doing his own singing. The singing is not the problem. I feel like he, you can tell that he's really, like, lip-syncing. You're on... saying, like, it doesn't
0: match. The lips don't match the lyrics.
1: I mean, they do, but it's fake i don't know there's a rawness to it i mean like i think i was telling you like lady gaga and bradley cooper like that moment made it so real because she was actually singing i mean she's amazing and i wish taryn took that same risk
0: well they could have had like some like raw on set singing if they didn't approach it as a traditional musical yeah because when you approach it like a traditional musical you are you're you're lip syncing to a pre-recorded track, and uh, they
1: did have Taryn like kind of busting out some dance moves, and I was just like, really like you guys had to go pull grease on me
0: you weren't a fan of that
1: no like, <laughs> and the carnival I mean come on yeah and and you know Taryn's not the best dancer on the planet, so
0: well going into this you you're a big fan of Taryn
1: I am such a big fan of Taryn
0: are you, are you still a fan
1: I'm still a fan, yeah. <laughs>
0: This movie like dampen your enthusiasm.
1: Well, not really. I mean, I thought
0: I thought he was he's pretty not exceptional. Win
1: Oscar for this role. Well,
0: because the movie isn't good enough. Yeah, he's good enough. I was like, he's as good as Rami Malek was. Yeah, and Bohemian Rhapsody, and Terence actually singing in this movie. It's true. The movie isn't worthy of what he's doing. If if I'm being honest, yeah, he, he needs a better movie. And again, I'm not saying Bohemian Rhapsody was any masterpiece, but it.
1: I love Bohemian Rhapsody. Well, there's those, re- those are not my words, ladies and gentlemen. There's a,
0: there's a reason it made close to a billion dollars. I mean, it it focused on the music. Yeah. And that's...
1: And the making of the music and what made yeah. the band great.
0: There's Yeah, there's, there's some missed opportunities here. To me, a great biopic is something like Ray. And Ray goes into, I mean, in full detail, his heroin addiction. Yeah. I mean, this man was addicted to smack, hardcore. Yeah. But that's not all the movie's about. That's not the main thrust of the movie. Main thrust of the movie is is his music and how it changed his life. Ray Charles overcoming addiction, that was just one uplifting element to all of his many accomplishments. It wasn't his sole accomplishment. This movie posits that like Elton John's main accomplishment was overcoming booze. Yeah. And that's not. No. He's done so much more. So, okay. So what what, what grade would you give this?
1: I would go a B minus.
0: I'll go a little lower. I'll, I'll give it a C plus. Yeah,
1: I would say it's it's not a bad date movie. I mean, it's got the drama. I mean, it's
0: it's weird, got the yeah, musical.
1: It's, so I would say it's it's actually probably pretty you know decent movie to go see with your significant other and do see it in theaters because you got the surround sound. The music is great.
0: Uh, yeah, as a movie, it's very average. As a date movie, it's it's okay.
1: Yeah, <laughs>
0: it, gives, it, it gives you. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of music. assuming you and your date are Elton John fans. Or at least like casual well, Elton I mean, John I'm fans. I'm
1: not really an Elton John fan. I mean, I appreciate his music. And don't there's... see this
0: movie if you hate Elton John's music. Yeah, that's don't don't, don't do, do that. that. I consider myself like a casual fan, and there was yeah, I, I wanted to know more about his career history. Yeah, and I came away empty-handed. Yeah,
1: well, I came away tired too. Like I really feel <laughs> we like... we saw a
0: lot of movies this weekend.
1: Well, <laughs> not necessarily that, but like just tired in the sense that I felt tired for Elton. Like, having to do so many shows and sure. putting out so many albums in the short amount of time that he did was just, whoa.
0: Well, he had the help of cocaine, so don't feel too bad. That's Rocket Man, directed by Dexter Fletcher. You can find more episodes on anchor.fm slash movie date night, as well as iTunes, where you can rate, review, and subscribe. We're on Twitter at DNMoviePodcast, and you can also email us at nightmoviepodcast at gmail.com. And until next time, I'm Patrick.
1: And I'm Ashley.
0: Thanks for listening.
1: Bye.